Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Well, look, we'll have to see because Anthony Blinken hasn't commented yet. And uh, like all these guys, he'll have some sort of plausible deniability. Uh, This is the former acting director of the CIA who has under oath uh, given testimony to uh, the House Judiciary Committee. And he has said that he was prompted to write that letter by a call from Anthony Blinken just a couple of days after we at the New York Post published that first story um, from Hunter Biden's laptop, which implicated Joe Biden in his family's influence peddling scheme. Now, so we can all be caught up, there is a whistleblower in the IRS who claims that the administration is interfering with the investigation into Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, regarding his contacts and his dealings with China and Ukraine and the money he has made and how it got distributed to multiple members of the Biden family. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything. TonyKatz.com. It's just that easy. Just go to TonyKatz.com and be part of the world that we're building over there. This whistleblower wrote to lawmakers through his attorney, Mark Lytle, and said uh, that his client has clear information about failure to mitigate clear conflicts of interest in the ultimate disposition, unquote, of a criminal investigation related to Hunter, and that he's willing to uh, provide his testimony, but he wants the whistleblower protection. He's a whistleblower. It used to be that whistleblowers got protected and they were the most important thing in the world. I don't know how Democrats will feel about this. But the story that Miranda Devine is discussing here on Fox News is that the former uh, chief of the CIA, a guy by the name of Mike Morrell, was prompted, as Miranda Devine reports it, to help Biden by organizing a letter. The letter is the letter that claimed that everything on the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. And all the so-called experts signed the letter and said, oh, clear Russian disinformation. Clear Russian disinformation. It was... That letter was created or organized by the former acting CIA director, Mike Morrell. And the story is, is that the Joe Biden presidential campaign prompted it. Hey, why don't you do this? Hey, why don't you get it done? Sworn testimony done in private, Morrell telling the House Judiciary Committee, headed up by Congressman Jim Jordan, Republican Ohio, that it was Antony Blinken who is now the Secretary of State. He was the senior campaign official who reached out to him on or before October 17th, which was three days after the New York Post published the email from Hunter's laptop that uh, showed that Hunter had introduced his Ukrainian business partner to then-Vice President Biden. Morell said he organized the letter to help Vice President Biden because I wanted him to win the election. 
Until Blinken called him, Morell said to House investigators, he had no intention of writing any statement exonerating him, but he agreed that the conversation with Blinken triggered that intent. Hey, let's get high-powered friends and high-powered places to say that the New York Post is running a false story. Let's go about attacking journalists, destroying journalistic credibility by lying. More from Miranda Devine. And this was, of course, uh, should have been uh, damaging to Joe Biden. He should have at least had to answer questions as a candidate. Instead, uh, this letter that was cooked up by 51 former intelligence officials, we now see at the behest of the Biden campaign, uh, instigated by Anthony Blinken, now the Secretary of State. Joe Biden used that uh, phony letter, which pretended that the Hunter Biden laptop uh, material that we'd published was Russian disinformation. Joe Biden used that at his last debate a couple of days later against Donald Trump. He said that the laptop and our story, therefore, was a Russian plant. Now, it's really disturbing that the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, who at that point was a senior advisor to Joe Biden's campaign, that he would have knowingly, intentionally uh, planted uh, false information about a foreign nation. Yeah. Uh, against which now Russia, uh, we are spending trillions of dollars in a proxy war in Ukraine. Jeez. Uh, this is a- that is a whole secondary conversation. The story that matters is that we are told we're to, we're, we are to listen to the experts. The experts matter. John Brennan doesn't matter. John Brennan is a former commie. Tony, you're on radio. You like your job. Keep your job. Keep your cool. Do you need a breather, Tony? Do you need a breather? All right. A little breather, Tony. Here you go. Ah. Well, he really is a commie scumbag son of a bitch. Tony, the job. If you control yourself now, you'll be able to talk about these things tomorrow. Tomorrow's Saturday. What do you want me? Tony, breathe. song to taxi can cure all your ills it's never done any wrong as opposed to john brennan oh that guy's a no good son of a bitch tony relax no you told me to relax now i'm telling you to relax you have to stop talking to yourself on air it's confusing for the audience frustrating completely and totally frustrating the experts You have to listen to the experts. The experts are liars. The experts are frauds. You want me to listen to James Clapper? Not going to happen. You want me to listen to John Brennan? Not going to happen. You want me to listen to Andrew McCabe? That liar. Peter Strzok? That liar. Michael Avenatti? (laughs) Next, you want me listening to Brian Stelter? That's not what I do with my potatoes. Which is still the rudest and possibly funniest thing I have ever heard. You should be outraged. You should be disgusted. You should be sickened. And what what Miranda Devine is bringing up, that if you claim that this is Russian disinformation, hey, let's call it Russian disinformation, Her argument is, you're now planting false information about a foreign nation. 
And look at us in this conflict with Russia. Well, really, it's Ukraine in the conflict with Russia. Yes, but we're the ones funding Ukraine, and that money is, never seems to be going out of style. And we now know that Ukraine can't win the spring offensive against Russia. So yet we're going to keep funding it and keep funding and keep funding it. If we're funding it, how soon do we f- put people there? And if we put people there, are we involved in an armed conflict that's going to get NATO involved? in? <sighs> God, Mary Lou Henner was hot. No, is that not how we? It's not how we do it. I thought. Uh, I, I don't know how you relax. This story is massive and goes deep. This story should disgust, and yet if you turn to social media, you will have people who not only will never read such a story, they will not care if you told them such a story. They will scream Russian disinformation and be done. The desire to win, more important than the desire to be honest. The desire to destroy, more important than facts, logic, and reason. Was, was, I, was I discussing this yesterday? Was it discussing? I don't remember. Sometimes the days uh, roll into each other. You know how that goes. How do, you, how do you reason with somebody who doesn't want to be reasoned with? How does that work? You have the testimony. The testimony is not trustworthy now. So everything you say or they say is totally fine. But everything that you're told, not true. These people all lied. Every single one of them lied. These so-called experts. What do you want to do with that information? We go back to the to, to the to the trust uh, subject. How? What happens when you can't trust the institutions? How does one move on? How do you build if you cannot trust the institutions? That's. That's a question I don't have I don't have an answer for as of yet. I would love one. I absolutely positively don't have one. But if you ask if I trust Joe Biden or Miranda Devine, I trust Miranda Devine. She hasn't lied to me yet. Yet. I'm not saying she will. And as for this IRS whistleblower, This is Representative Nancy Mace, who I don't always agree with. I believe it, too. This whistleblower is putting everything on the line to provide the American people with this information. It should be investigated to the fullest extent of the law. When the left says that no one is above the law, the American people deserve the right to put have them put their money where their mouth is, whether it's a current or former president or their family. This should be investigated. And we need more information. We only looked at the SARS reports for two Biden family members. Well, there are several more Biden family members that are at the trial. Yeah, who got paid? We do need to know. And this IRS whistleblower is putting everything on the line. Most definitely. Most definitely they're putting everything on the line. So uh, let's keep them alive, shall we? That'd be great. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. Mr. Katz, 
starts the email that was sent to me. I enjoy both of your radio shows and appreciate your work. I realize that you are a professional communicator, and I ask this with all due respect. What did the first R in the word forward ever do to you? Keep up the great work. Thanks. Wow. AJ. AJ running the board today. Am I pronouncing forward wrong? Uh, Sounds pretty good to me. I, I so I get so I pronounce it what forward forward. Uh, well, I I'm asking how I pronounce it. It's forward f o r w a r d. I probably pronounce it forward. Oh, right. That's yeah. what I do. Uh, m- my wife uh, can't say the word library to save her life. Can't do it. She tries. Uh, it is one of the few things where I'm like, I'm sorry. What did you say? Like like I'll start a fight with it. Not a real fight. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the, the, it's library. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And she goes, library. And then we go on from there. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. I didn't know. I didn't know I didn't pronounce it properly. What a thing. Like, how often do you have to hear that from me before you finally snap? If he says it one more time, if he says it one more time, if that guy says absolutely positively one more time, I'm going to absolutely positively punch my radio in the throat. Radios don't have throats. That's not the point. Like, we all have somebody in our life who does the thing, whatever the thing is. AJ, you have somebody in your life who does the little thing, says something a little awkward, does something a little awkward, and you lose your head? Yeah. 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 Do you want to say who it is? Is, is it your dad? Do you want to say it's your dad right now? You oh, say don't your bring dad? my dad into this. Come on. All right, all right. What about your mom? You want to say it's your mom? We'll say it's your mom. I'll oh, leave my mother out of this, too. My God. They're both wonderful people. Glorious, glorious people and the finest, finest chefs uh, in the land. Oh, thank um, you. Uh, the, uh, AJ's family does uh, food trucks. They're still in the food truck business, right? Yeah, we did, or we're getting a second food truck. Yeah, it's it's very good. It's it's very very good stuff. When when it's out there, I'll I'll let you know. I'll I'll tell you. And if you're in the Indianapolis area, you can you can go grab it. I don't really have that in terms of words. I have it in terms of an action. Okay. If you want me to lose my, here's how it goes. Um, uh, you ever hold a fork? AJ, you ever you ever uh, hold a fork? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't asking you. I was saying in general, but now I'm asking. You ever hold a fork? Okay. Uh, there's a way to hold a fork, and the, how the fork rests in the fingers, and 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 how you how you properly eat. There are people who will make a fist. They'll make a fist. I tell you, around the fork, so the top side of the hand up, not necessarily from underneath, uh, but from the top. And they'll grab the fork in there, and and they will use the fork not as was intended by God, but as like a shovel kind of device, as if they're part robot and the fork is an extension of the arm, and they will take the food and just, just jam at it and then shovel it in. Do you know what I'm talking about, AJ? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's a place in hell for those people. (laughs) They're going to burn with the power of a thousand suns, and it won't be enough. Those pause moments where you eat, and you're looking at them like, whoa. Wait, do you mean pause like you have to take a pause, or pause like it looks like they have pause because they're eating like freaking animals? I have to take a pause because I'm seeing it myself. Oh, my God. It's, It's just... 
It's obscene. Now it's coming out on Twitter. Uh, Jeff, who once said, Tony, why do you pronounce Reposado wrong? I, I used to pronounce it Reposado. I, I did that on a podcast. I was like, why? We're talking about tequila. I'm like, I don't know. I did that the other day with a cigar. Uh, um, the Micarita. I think I got that right now. Which is from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. And uh, it's, it's the, the, his latest one. Called called the Saka Con. Um, Steve Saka makes the Mikaidra. See, I did it right there. It's Mikaida, and I keep saying it is Mikaidra, and I don't know why, but that's the way it is in my head, and I can't. I'm trying my best to to work through it. I don't know why that happens. I have no idea. But like, there comes a moment where you're like, dude, you have to make that stop. Like, for example, if somebody's a loud chewer. Um, that can be pretty annoying. I never noticed that unless it's my kids, in which case my kids should find someplace else to live. I have actually told them to leave the room because the way they eat is totally unacceptable. Is, is that, is that bad parenting? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I just can't, I can't. They're wonderful. Oh, they're excellent, excellent kids. I am thrilled with the people that, that they are, but every now and then. It's just like they have no recognition that somebody else could possibly be in the state with them. And the chewing is just is just so absolutely massive. Oh, oh, it's awful. I don't know what's worse, that chewing or this. It's the chewing. It's the chewing, I tell you. Oh, it's so terrible. Uh, but nothing, nothing is worse than the than the fork thing. I mean, and I see it. I see grownups do it. I see grownups do it, and like it, it's, uh, ladies. I'm just telling you right now. If you are with a man who eats with his fork like that, guaranteed, guaranteed, uh, unless there is some kind of physical disability causing that to happen, he cannot satisfy you. Guaranteed. All I'm doing is is just uh, uh, speaking truth, people. I want you to feel good. This whole show has become a public service announcement, AJ. I'm just trying to help people help themselves. But that is it. So uh, to, to, to the person who wrote me the email about the word forward, it even sounds weird to say it like that. Like I have to, like it hurts my mouth. Forward. Forward. As opposed to forward. What's, I, I think I'm right. Forward. It should be forward. Forward. What are you, Dane Cook? Forward? I don't... Nah. No, 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 no. Reposado, yes. Yes. And by the way, if you're you're looking for a cigar uh, this weekend, now you can smoke with what we smoked at uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke. Um, the, the, the 601 Green Label Oscuro from Espinosa Cigars. Brilliant. Check it out. But if you can get the Mi Carita Sakakan, just sit back and enjoy. This is Tony Katz today. Meet 
Detroit Lions general manager Brad Holmes. I know nothing of Brad Holmes. My co-host on Eat, Drink, Smoke, the Cigar and Bourbon Show, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com, knows everything about Brad Holmes. Because he knows everything about the Detroit Lions because he's from Saginaw, or as they say there, Saginawsome, and the Lions are his whole life. It's sad, really, but he's a super good guy. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Brad Holmes wore a sweatshirt to a press conference and it reads, I support women and girls in sports. What a revolutionary thought that you would have to put that on a sweatshirt. I support women and girls in sports. Yeah. And so you should, Detroit Lions, so you should. That's right, the Lions have a fight song. They don't sing it often because they don't win often. I don't know, maybe today's their, today, this season's their year. Maybe this season... It'll finally come together. I'm willing to bet that Brad Holmes is going to take a lot of heat for that sweatshirt. And people came out um, uh, to be like, thank you for wearing that. Riley Riley Gaines, who we've had on the show before, the swimmer who had to go up against Leah Thomas, who is a man, um, appreciated it. Brad Holmes, general manager for the Detroit Lions, sending a message at the pre-draft press conference. I support women and girls in sports. Amazing. Thank you. To think that you would have to be thanked for saying something so rational. Now, we could find out that what he what he means is anybody who decides they're a woman or a girl. Maybe maybe that's what he meant and that's how it's going to get spun. I don't know. I I guess it's possible. But we have reached certain levels of insanity on on this subject. Did you hear about the model? So there is this this model. And uh, uh, she's what we'll call in the business um, attractive. She's a lingerie model, an influencer on on Instagram. I I didn't know who she was. Brie Teresi. I did a search. Um, I I I did not use my office uh, computer. I did not use my corporate computer. Woohoo! Thank goodness. Um, uh, what I what I did was I did a search. Like, okay, that's who she is. That is who Brie Teresi is. Teresi is T E R E S I, and she does modeling and uh, basically t- she has a great body and she takes a lot of pictures of herself and she used to work with a group called honey burdette which was a lingerie company never heard of honey burdette a day in my life it was honey burdette that decided um that what they were going to do was post ads with a man in lingerie the bra, the garter, the 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 stockings, the the whole thing. That's what 
they were going to do. They actually changed their slogan, uh, which used to be by women for women, and now they changed it to a luxury brand for all. I don't know why they chose to do this. Men are not the ones buying lingerie. Nobody who is buying lingerie for a a, a wife, a girlfriend, or what have you, uh, wants to see that. I'm not saying that there isn't somebody who wants to see that. I'm arguing the marketing to the vast majority of people. Nobody wants this. Why would you do it? Shock value? You want to be shocking? <gasps> Look at how diverse we are. You're not really diverse. You just put an ad out there. You got some attention, and that was it. I, I, I didn't know that needing this much attention was so incredibly important. The desperation for attention, just absolutely overwhelming. People need attention more than they need oxygen. That seems to be very, very clear. And I know, it's always strange. Tony, you're on the radio six hours a day. You then have a, a weekend radio show. You do all the videos. Uh, there's TV stuff. Uh, who's talking about attention? I'm paid for the stuff that I do, and it's a discussion of politics. You're absolutely right. I'm just whoring myself out there. I know who my market is. I know who my audience is. I know how to try to expand my audience. And one of the things you don't do is violently insult your audience or totally dismiss it. You know, I'm given heat for uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke. Oh, yes, I am. I am given heat for Eat, Drink, Smoke because, Tony, it's cigars and bourbon, and you're known as a political guy. You need to be doubling down and tripling down on the politics. You can't dilute the brand with this other stuff. Screw that. I am uh, the second book, hopefully, will be out in the next two months, Let's Go Barbecue. The first one was Let's Go Bourbon. And, and I want to write these books. I'm going to do it. Well, I'm going to be told I can't do it. I, I want to take, take my hand to creating more, more video content and scripted content. I'm going to be told I can't. We're working on live shows. I'm going to be told I can't. Forget all that. Of course I'm going to do these things because I believe that these brands are actually uh, interconnected. These audiences are actually interconnected. And I can make an argument for it that is sound and solid. You know who can't make an argument? This lingerie brand called Honey Burdette that puts a man uh, in, in lingerie and says, buy our stuff. Because that's five people. Not the millions of potential customers that you have. That's five people. And even if it's more than five people, we can argue it's clearly smaller than the group of people who are buying your lingerie to begin with and with extremely little crossover. I'm combining po politics and culture with bourbon and cigars. I have a lot more crossover. I, I Look, look, let's, let's say you've just been hired for the next five minutes as my marketing VP. Do I have more crossover? There's more potential. There's more opportunity. That's, that's what I thought. Okay, you were never really hired. Don't try and uh, file for unemployment. You're not getting it. This is surreal. So this, this uh, Brie Teresi, who they describe over at Fox News as a prominent Instagram influencer and MAGA supporter. All right, I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do a search. 
I, I'm I'm going to regret every bit of this because once you do a search like this, that is all that will show up. Brie Teresi. Okay. All right, I'm I'm doing one point four million followers. Okay. That's some influence uh right right there. Um making golf sexy again. Florida and California. And um oh oh oh, oh it's, yeah. Um this is also not done on a corporate phone. You know, uh I'm just I'm just saying uh don't don't uh uh don't do this at work. Whatever whatever you do. I see she's doing a tremendous amount of influencing though. Yes, I I personally feel influenced as as I look through this. Influencer. We see th- Okay, now I'm going to get in trouble. Screw it. We see this in the cigar world all the time. The, if you were to take a look at the top cigar influencers, um, I am not arguing that they don't know about cigars, but if you take a look at the top influencers, the women who are the top influencers, and they're all women, um, I don't know if people are uh, following them because of their cigar knowledge. Now, I want to be full disclosure. I don't think people are following me because of my cigar knowledge. I think they follow the show because it's an entertaining show. And that could be good enough of a reason to follow somebody. But what influencers kind of worked itself out to, regardless of the world, um, uh, is um, much, much more than about... Uh, I do not see very many unattractive influencers. I just, I just want to say, unless, of course, you're talking about this guy with the Bud Light, Dylan Mulvaney, or this guy who is now uh, the lingerie model, who's not a bad-looking guy. He just shouldn't be in lingerie. But yeah, you 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 know exactly what I'm talking about about the influencers. You're totally totally with me uh, that what is being influenced is not necessarily the product being discussed. Did I say that well? Like like is that is that email worthy or is it like wow, cats really he threaded the needle on that one solid. Bravo. Bravo cats. What nicely. Nicely done. I don't know which one I'm going to get. I don't know which email I'm going to get. Tony at tonycats.com. You decide. You decide right there. Why do people throw their politics around like this? Why do they feel the need to to jump in and engage in something that is clearly nonsensical? And I want to make the argument of valueless. If this lingerie brand has this guy in lingerie, I need to understand what's the gain when we talk about Dylan Mulvaney, this man who pretends to be a woman, he doesn't pretend to be a woman, he pretends to be a caricature of a woman, and not just any woman, he pretends to be a caricature of some preteen girl. It is gross, it is ugly, it is disgusting, it is misogynistic. How anybody could be okay with this is totally beyond comprehension. And shame on Drew Barrymore and any other woman who thinks that this is okay or stands up for him and calls him a woman. Not a woman. Stop it. This guy is an actor, and when he writes the book, it's going to be amazing. What was the win for Bud Light to put him on the can and to make him a brand ambassador? I understand why the VP of marketing did it. The VP of marketing did it because she's uh, a ridiculous and pathetic woke fool. I get that. I understand her. 
this Alyssa, I, I forget how to pronounce her last name, from, from Bud Light. Never mind that you insult your own brands. Never mind that you attack your own brands. Oh my gosh, it's so fratty and it's so out of touch humor. I mean, what she said about Bud Light is just totally nasty. But she let you know right from the beginning, she made this video about the decision, what she's about and why she made the decisions uh, that she did. And, you know, wokeism comes for all. Alyssa Heinerscheid, H-E-I-N-E-R-S-H-E-I-D. This is how she explained it. I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we Mm -hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my, what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what is, what what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Mm -hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we. You realize how completely off base she is. If you want to argue that you want to see people like you, Dylan Mulvaney doesn't match up with anybody who would be drinking a Bud Light. Dylan Mulvaney doesn't match up with anybody who drinks Bud Light. He, I, he, he connects to 13-year-olds. And I'm not saying he, he does. I'm saying that's what he's emulating. That's not a Bud Light drinker. So that isn't what you meant. It certainly wasn't inclusive because you told your core audience, go to hell. So everything she just said is a clear and total lie. And of course, we being rational people understand this. What I did not know is that I clearly have what it takes to be the vice president of marketing for Bud Light. And I got to tell you, I think it pays more than radio. I'm not sure, but I'm willing to take the guess. I'm willing to take the pay increase. And I'll do it while I do radio. We'll do the meetings on the air and everything. What did they gain? What did they get out of doing this? Why would you take the brand that you've built and the audience that you've built and exclude them under the guise of inclusivity? What she has stated here is that she hates the people who drink Bud Light and she wanted them gone because that's the only reason for this ad campaign. We're not saying you should have been more hateful. We're not saying you should have attacked people who do this or dress like that or anything else. What we're saying is you went about excluding the core Bud Light drinker because you have disdain for the core Bud Light drinker. And you did it under the the guise that, well, it's inclusive. No, it was wholly exclusive. You hate the brand and you hate the people who drink it. And that's not marketing. That's suicide. Not to use suicide as a a punchline. And so I don't, I should have used a better term there. That's a good, that's a good example. Because I don't want to ever use that as a joke. 
but you get you get uh, the points and and uh, I, I note taken that I won't utilize it in that way again. You hurt yourself. You hurt the brand. You damaged yourself. This lingerie company damaged itself. And the people who are really damaging themselves are actually damaging others when they say a man can claim they're a woman and compete in sports. Thank goodness for the general manager of the Detroit Lions. Somebody standing up. This is Tony Katz today. So Elon Musk lives up to his word and the blue checks are gone if you didn't pay for it. Me, I I do pay for it because I wanted to be supportive because I like the changes that we're seeing at Twitter. I'm not going to be shy about it. I think this is good. Free speech is better than not. But oh my, the celebrities, the so-called muckety mucks and bigwigs angry about losing their blue checks. It is hilarious. It's stunning. And there's a weird little bit of, well, there's a little bit of confusion that these people have that they got to figure out. I'll explain it. That's all coming up. Find everything TonyKatz.com, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z, TonyKatz.com. That's where you find everything we do. And, of course, follow on Twitter at Tony Katz. This right here is Tony Katz Today. Today. 